Carly Green's phone buzzed a muted plea for attention from her pocket. She blinked and lost the staring contest she'd been having with the remnants of lunch. Three shot glasses coated in the ghosts of tequila and that last swig in an otherwise empty bottle of Miller Genuine Draft. She pulled her phone free and pushed the button to light up the notification screen. Curling her lip, Carly slumped in resignation and slid a twenty across the bar. She shoved the phone back in her pocket without responding to the message and nodded at the bartender. I'll be back, Jen. Lake Superior's coughing up her dead again. The bartender grimaced. I'll keep your seat warm if you promise to keep the details to yourself. Carly nodded and turned, squinting as she reached the beam of sunshine at the doorway. She almost ran into the silhouette of a man before she blinked the darkness of the bar away and sidestepped the approaching form in the doorway. Hey, Carly. Ah, oh, fuck. Really, Parker? Not now. She shielded her eyes from the sun with her hand and confirmed the face in front of her matched the voice. She knew it would. She'd know that voice underwater, in a coma or otherwise. Did you hear about the bodies yet? Her annoyance washed away instantly. Bodies? With an S? He nodded excitedly. You were listening to the scanner again, weren't you? It's my job. No. Your job is to report the news, not make shit up based on a cheat sheet for scanner codes and your imagination. Ouch, Carly, that hurt. Not as much as... She huffed and held back her venom. I have shit to do. All I know, all I can tell you on the record, is I'm needed at the mouth of the Namaji. She turned and headed to her unmarked black sedan. I'll follow you. Carly let her mind wander as far as she could from the reporter visible in her rearview mirror. She noted the waterlogged lawns, brim-filled drainage ditches, and dark, bottomless puddles as she drove. The spring had been fast and furious. Between the thick lake ice melting too fast as temperatures rose too quickly, to the heavy rains having nowhere to soak into because the ground was still frozen and hard as a rock. Soup Town really was rather soupy at the moment. Carly thought, and as usual, when the thaw happens too fast, that bitch of a great lake floats something up from the depths of winter's abyss. Carly remembered the summer her family had moved from Ashland to Superior's East End, and she found herself suddenly within walking distance of what was officially only the inner bay. The bay, the inlet, the outer current, the lighthouse stretch, it was all the same to her. No matter the particular area, no matter the technical name, it was all Lake Superior. And Carly had learned at a very early age the lake was no lady and had a hell of a temper. She'd been witness to incredible storms, which had raged stronger than they should merely because of the lake's ability to make weather worse if it hovered above her for too long. She'd been frightened into her parents' room in the middle of the night when she was younger and onto the couch as she grew. She'd heard of, but never been victim to, the small craft warnings, which really meant get your ass off the lake. And the year she turned 11, at the end of the summer, Carly learned what the lake was capable of coughing up. Memories. Pain. Death. Rather than being pulled from the depths by the thawing ice of spring, little Sarah Jane Preston's body had been dragged from her resting place by a vicious late-season storm. Carly shuddered as she remembered the vision. The dress tattered by age and rot, but still whole enough to be described. 
the pattern of tiny blue flowers still vividly clear in Carly's mind. The girl's blonde hair had been leached to an almost translucent state during her time beneath the frigid waves. She remembered the cop tripping in the wet sand and jarring the body, causing the head to roll toward the onlookers, sending a squeal of horror through the crowd and giving Carly nightmares for months. That was the first time Carly had heard the term floater in reference to the dead occasionally coughed up from the depths of the Great Lake. Today, she was the cop. Hopefully, she wouldn't trip in the sand and cause nightmares.